Welcome to the Heal Your Life Talk radio show. I am Victoria Johnson from victoriajohnson.org, your host and Heal Your Life workshop teacher trainer and Heal Your Life coach trainer in Canada. I am the author of the best-selling book, Do That and Then Some, Transform Feelings of Less Than to More Than Enough, based on the teachings of Louise Hay, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Dr. Bruce Lipton, and many more great teachers, authors, and thought leaders. Tune in for tips on how to heal your life now with power statements, affirmations, visualizations, reflection time, and real life stories with real life people who have overcome adversity. Learn to transform your thoughts and words. Learn to love yourself even more based on the techniques of Louise Hay and you can heal your life. We will be ending today's Heal Your Life Talk radio show with specific power statements, affirmations, and treatments to help you heal your life based on what we have talked about on the show. So stay tuned to change your thoughts and heal your life even more. As Louise Hay often said, the point of power is in the present moment. So let's get started. Welcome back, listeners. Oh, I'm excited for you today. We had Luann Chow with us a month ago, and she was doing an amazing growth experiment. And I cannot wait to hear her results. And uh, really, today, you know, she was saying to me that the topic should be calling all listeners with daddy issues. And I think that pretty much explains all of us. So do stick with us as Luann shares the results of her 30-day experiment of doing some mirror work and, and having conversations conversations with her dad. Absolutely amazing information here. You can find out more about Luann at luannchow.com. That's L-U-A-N-N-C-H-O-U.com. I'm just going to start with a little reading. I just want us all to get into a place where we can really hear what she's saying. She's shared part of the journey with me and it is a beautiful story. So let's take a moment here and just all get grounded and and drop into that beautiful space of listening. So I'm reading to you from A Course in Miracles. It is lesson number 293. All fear is past and only love is here. All fear is past because its source is gone, and all its thoughts gone with it. Love remains the only present state, whose source is here forever and ever. Can the world seem bright and clear and safe and welcoming, with all my past mistakes oppressing it and showing me distorted forms of fear? Yet in the present, love is obvious, and its effects apparent. All the world shines its reflection of holy light, and I perceive a world forgiven at last. And so it is. So again, Luann, welcome to the show. I am on the edge of my seat, and I am going to pass the microphone to you to share with us your journey over the last 30 days. Thank you, Victoria. And I just want to thank you for inviting me to share my 30-day journey because it's actually been really powerful and a magical journey, this mirror work with my dad. And it all began about 30 days ago when I went to a Heal Your Life workshop. And as we were doing the mirror work and had my little compact mirror, I'm looking in the mirror saying, 
kind things to myself. And I just noticed my eyes begin to well up with tears. And in that moment, I guess the tears inspired me somehow. I felt emotional and I had this idea, this epiphany that, wow, if I can be triggered like this, I thought, when I get home today, I'm going to start doing mirror work with my dad. You know, and even though I've been doing, as you know, 15 plus years of self-love and different modalities of healing, I kind of noticed this kind of low hum within me that sometimes felt like I wasn't good enough, you know, and which sometimes may be difficult to admit, right? Since we do this work and you might think like, well, I shouldn't feel that way, but yet I do. (laughs) Um, And I just thought, you know what? I'd love to move through that. I'd love to move past this low hum. And so that day in the workshop, I had this idea and I went home immediately and started doing the work. And I started talking to myself in the mirror as my dad. And for me, I highly recommend a small compact mirror because then you don't get distracted with your hair and my eyebrows and my lipstick, which is fine if you have time for that on a different day. But the eyes, you know, you just get straight to the point and it's, you know, like the looking glass into your soul, you know, so I highly recommend that. And for me, it immediately was very powerful for me. And to begin with, my dad told me in the mirror that he was really proud of me and that I was a good daughter and just a lot of things that he'd never said to me before. And I know it, maybe it sounds silly to some people, but it was really powerful to me, you know, in the compact mirror, as my dad told me all these things and it felt so good. And and I felt it on a cellular level, you know, like I felt like my body was processing this as my dad was telling me this. It felt, I felt like I was on a cloud for a bit, you know? So for, yes. It sounds like your needs, what you really, what that little girl inside of you, that inner child needed to hear was finally being said. Yes. No. Yeah. And the thing is, it was very different than other times when I had said it to myself as myself. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, cause I've said these things to myself before trying to process the inner child, right? But this time was very different because it came as my dad. And so I was expressing this to a friend of mine, telling her how powerful this work was for me. And wow, I was so glad and grateful that my dad was impacting me this way. And she well-meaningly told me that I was giving my power away. So she said, I really don't think this is your dad. You're really attributing all this to your dad. And I feel like you're diminishing your own work. And really, this is about you. And, you know, so we kind of, you know, went back and forth with semantics a bit. And then I had to go home and sort of process it for a little bit. And at the same time, I was at my conversations with God group and I was sharing this journey I'm on. And so they asked me to share a little bit about my childhood with my dad. So as I'm sharing my childhood and walking down memory lane, one of the members blurted out, your dad has Asperger's. And I immediately stopped. You know, I just paused in my tracks and just stared at him. 
And he immediately threw up both arms and was like, or I could be wrong. You know, I could totally be wrong, you know? And, and the thing was, he, he wasn't wrong. I mean, the reason why I paused was because it struck me so much and, and more so that it brought me into the present you know, like I had processed all of this stuff as a child, mostly. I mean, of course, I try to process as an adult as well. But mostly as I process this work, I was my little girl, you know, with my hurt feelings and not feeling adequate and whatnot. And in that moment, when my friend said this to me, I was in that present moment and I was like, yes, no, no, I think you're right. And whether or not my dad has Asperger's isn't even the point. The point is I realized like in this lifetime, my dad has significant emotional challenges, right? And I was able to really reprocess this whole thing and realize, wow, in the grand scheme of things, right? And this is my own belief, but you know, in time and space, I'm with my dad in this lifetime, right? And he's showing up in this way, but his soul has the capacity to be different and more because we all want to be our highest and our best, right? And so that really helped me because what my friend said to me, and I don't think she meant it this way, but it hit me like you're talking to yourself and giving your dad lines. And that didn't sit well with me. And so I was glad she said that to me because it allowed me to process all of this on a deeper level. And so I realized my dad absolutely has the capacity to be this person. This is his soul. And at his highest and best, this is him. So it's not just me talking to myself, which there's nothing wrong with. But for me, I needed a deeper, more powerful grounding. And this really did it for me. I love this experience, you know, especially when you talk about his soul and what it has the capacity to be. And what an amazing way to look at all of our fathers, all ourselves, uh, every person on this planet as what they have the capacity to be. And I know that before we started recording, we talked a little bit about, you know, thinking about how as adults, we, we often are working from that child brain. And, you know, thinking about your dad as an adult, you know, what is it that he is having to process from his childhood, from his upbringing and so on, that has made him the person that he is today that subsequently has you having conversations with him in the mirror because that is the safest, most fulfilling place to have them. What do you think that... Um, you know, if, if if your dad's inner child could have something today, what do you think that would be? Well, I think that's a little bit complex because of his, because of this Asperger's aspect too. I don't think he's as connected as like, say you and I would answer this a lot differently. I don't know if he has the same I, I can't speak for it exactly, but I don't think he has the same exact needs that we do. But of course, I think it would be beautiful for him to have felt loved and accepted as he was too, yes. you know, because I know he had his own challenges too, and his mother died when he was very young. So with his own personality, whatever that 
those challenges are, I still think just being like, I picture him in my mind, just being held in love and cradled that way. I think that would have been powerful for him Mm -hmm. to feel like it's enough because one thing I've really felt through this 30 days is I really feel like I can just exhale. Oh, beautiful. You know, like it's not that I don't have the same thoughts that some of the same thoughts I did before, but they just pass through. And it's because my dad is standing next to me. Can I share a story about? Oh, please, please. Okay. So I think a good example of that is, so I started taking this art class recently. It's it's the first art class I've ever taken. And so the last class we were in was about two weeks ago. We had our teacher asked us to draw a, he set up the still life and said, okay, draw this still life in charcoal. So everybody in class is just sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> and he says, what are you guys doing? Get to work, you know? And so with very little instruction, I started working and I really didn't know what I was doing. So it was a bit frustrated, sketching. And I finally decided, okay, I'm going to take a little break. So I went to the bathroom and I went to the bathroom and I decided I was going to have a little chat with my dad. So my dad shows up and I'm like, oh, frustrated. And so my dad, he says to me, Luann, this is the first art class you've ever taken. You don't know exactly how this is supposed to be. And your teacher's given you very little directions. And then he said, look at your picture. I think it looks great for a first time. You know, you're trying to capture shadow and light right now, which I think is also symbolic, but it's true. Like we're trying to capture (laughs) shadow and light and then shapes within the picture. And then he told me, you should be proud of yourself. And he told me, I'm proud of you. And in that moment, I really took that in, you know, like I, I actually closed my eyes in the bathroom and I, you know, I breathed it in and I thought, okay, thank you. And I wondered if people in the classroom thought I might've fallen in the toilet or something. <laughs> or ran away. <laughs> or something. I just want to share with our listeners how significant that is because it shows how much growth has happened over these 30 days and how much Luann has really learned to trust herself. Because I think for 95% of us listening who went to our first art class and got very little instruction, would have went to the bathroom and looked in the mirror and said something like this. This is so stupid. I cannot believe I paid to take this course. First of all, what was I thinking? Because I'm not an artist. And secondly, I paid good money to be here and they should at least have an instructor who knows what they're doing. This is it. I'm not coming back again. (laughs) Right? That would have been the conversation. Instead, you went to to the mirror and just had this loving conversation that said, that, that took all the judgment out. It took all the judgment against the other person, about your artistic ability, about uh, being there, about money spent, about all of that. All of the judgment was gone. And it was just a loving conversation with you know, your father, with your higher self, supporting you in that moment. Thank you. That's a good comparison, I guess, to see that because... Yeah, it was great because I went back to class and my teacher told me, 
you're not done. And <laughs> and I said, actually, I am done. Like, not only was I done with that picture, I was done with the class. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even mad. I mean, I was really impressed with myself. I just said, I'm done. And I'm going to go spray my picture. And he kind of was like, I don't think so. You need to do more. <laughs> I was like, nope, nope, I really am done. So I just, I mean, I know, again, like to my friend's point, yes, this was me doing the work, but I really appreciated having my dad there beside me, you know, yes. like, like a companion beside me because I didn't have this as a child. Walking mm-hmm. through my life, I didn't have this. And so now I have this where I think a lot of people do, right? If you grow up with supportive parents, then you do just naturally have this. Whereas I didn't. And so now my dad is with me and he says, it's okay. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so I can go back into the world and no sweat. It's just art class. I'll just right. find another art class that suits me better. And for so many people too, they would have been flipped into shame when the teacher was like, oh, you're not done. That person would have felt shameful, unworthy, untalented, uncreative, and all of those things. And you were able to use this experiment to just build your confidence and and build your team and be like, yeah, we're done. (laughs) I love it. Thank you, Victoria. Well, thank you for pointing those things out. I didn't actually think of any of that. So thank you for telling me that. It does actually feel pretty good. good. And I'm... I think the the picture's not terrible. I'll show it to you. I kind of <laughs> like it. I will send you a picture. Uh, I love it. I, I have to say that a lot of my artwork is also not terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it too. There's some, there's some room for improvement. <laughs> yes. But we acknowledge that it's it's good. I'd yes. Say. Why not? Well, and you know, I think you know, so such a big part of the blessing here is uh, realizing that your dad's soul could be everything you needed it to be, even mm-hmm. though he was physically standing there next to you. Yes, absolutely. That's so beautiful. So now, as you are wrapping up these thirty days, what are your thoughts? Well. We are past the 30 days now, and I really don't have any intention to stop. You know, it started off as a 30-day. I I told you, oh, I'm going to do this for 30 days. But it's really just a part of me now, and it works. Well, and you know, it seems I can see the transformation in you, the the calmness on your face, the, the joy. I'm just wondering if you've had feedback from friends and family in a positive way. You know, have people said something to you like, hmm, did you get your hair cut? Like, what's different? (laughs) Actually, my husband has mentioned to me that he can really see, like, feel the difference in me. And I think, like, like I said, it's, I'm still myself, but everything has such smaller impact on me, right? Things come and go as they were before, but as they, I just don't give it much attention. It falls away because my dad is always there saying, it's okay. Mm -hmm. That's all right. You know, like showing me the big picture. And for some reason, that field is significant to me, which is why I was really grateful actually to my friend, 
bringing that up, right? This whole thing of like, are you just talking to yourself? And there's nothing wrong with talking to yourself. But for me, this 30 days actually was absolutely about my dad and my relationship with him because I do really feel that I am in contact with his soul, right? And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with pretend or any of this, whatever works, works. But to me, this feels grounded and real. And I do believe it's him in his highest form speaking to me and loving and approving of me. It feels amazing. Luann, I 100% believe it with you. I really do. And don't you believe that that would be his highest desire too? You know, if I could just communicate and be with my daughter every day as my highest self. Yeah. Oh, what a, what a beautiful dream come true for you both. I really love it. I mean, it, it's, it's, I mean, we could get off on a tangent, but it's just, you know, how many selves we have, right? And this is the beauty of it. Like we don't see it all at once, but each self sort of grows the other self. And it's all entangled. This is the whole idea of we are one, right? And also in dimensions and time and space, right? And so, yes, like for me, as kooky and crazy as I am, and maybe the sounds, I really believe that this is all my dad. And I do believe this work is transforming him on a soul level as well. Mm -hmm. I believe that too. And I don't think any of it sounds kooky and crazy. I think it sounds amazing and accurate and from a place of love and you just absolutely exude love in all that you share. And I just appreciate you being so open and, and first of all, being so willing to do the work because that is a big commitment. You know, a three-day commitment to do something is a big <laughs> commitment, but you know, you followed through long enough to see the results and you were brave enough that very first day in the mirror to, to follow through, to make a difference. To, Thank to really- you. So what are your plans for uh, for transforming the world uh, through your mirror work from here on in? Well, I haven't thought about that yet. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, but just keep hanging out with dad. I know. I'm going to hang out with my dad. And really, I think this has been kind of amazing too, because as I've just been sharing what I'm doing with it, my dad, I find that I'm being so vulnerable right? I'm sharing stories about my dad. Whereas like in my conversations with God group, you know, one of the stories I was sharing was about how, when my dad would help me with my homework when I was little, you know, he would get really mad and be like, why don't you understand this? It's so easy because he is a genius, right? So my dad is a chemist. And so everything is very easy to him. So he would say, this is so easy. How could you not understand this? You are stupid, right? So these are the things that he used to say. And it was really kind of liberating after all these years to share those stories because it didn't feel, I didn't feel the weight of it anymore, you Mm -hmm. know? And that friend of mine saying that like, oh my gosh, your dad has Asperger's was like, oh, that label, you know, people say don't label people. The label actually really helped me. Because I thought, okay, this is the confine of his brain where he is right now. And that really actually assisted me to kind of move forward and say, oh, this is the best he can do or close to the best. I mean, I don't know if it's his absolute best, but... 
But you know, it is so true. And, and you hear that a lot of times with, you know, if someone gets a diagnosis of cancer or, you know, something like that, hey, at least now we know what we're dealing with and we know what expectations to have. And, you know, we know that there's limitations. And so I think when it comes to things with mental health, we sometimes push people a little farther um, and in a a different spectrum, you know, if they're suffering from depression or anxiety, than if they have, for example, cancer or diabetes. And so just the love and the grace that you're handling all this with, I would just encourage you to, while you're there in that mirror, just reminding that beautiful little Luann how incredibly smart she is and all that she's accomplished in life and that she deserves love just because she exists. Yes. And she is so worthy. She's so worthy. Thank you, Victoria. That is one of my favorite affirmations from Louise Hay is when she says, I am lovable because I exist. Yes. It's beautiful. And I just would like to uh, wrap up the podcast today by talking about letting go of the past. You touched on that a little bit. And I taught a class last night and this actually came up a lot is so much of the decisions that we make today are because of things that happened when we were 15 or five. And, you know, just it's our choice. It's our choice to let go of the past and to offer forgiveness, even if the person has not asked to be forgiven or does not recognize that they have done wrong. It is our choice to offer that forgiveness and to set ourselves free. And then at that point, you know, knowing that the past only exists in our minds and that the point of power is always in the present moment, that frees us to really live our lives each moment. I'm so thankful that you've shared this experience with us, Luann, and I can't wait to see what else you have in store and welcome you back onto the podcast with that. Thank you, Victoria. Thank you so much for having me and asking me to share my journey. And actually, I love your feedback today too, because sometimes, again, we're so close to ourselves, we can't see what we're going through. So just hearing your response to my journey has been healing as well. Well, you have a beautiful story and I'm excited for you to share it with the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. We hope that you learn tips to help you heal your life even more. For more information on Heal Your Life Workshop teacher and coach training, please visit thetraining.ca. For more information on me, your host, Victoria Johnson, please visit victoriajohnson.org and please order my book on Amazon. Do that and then some. Transform feelings of less than to more than enough. Thanks for joining us.